Every week I get together with my friends and I do a little thing called the Starving Comics Quarantine Show. It's a lot of fun and it sounds a little something like this. Push the button. Oh, you push the button. Oh, you push the button. <laughs> Not the weird one. Oh. Why? Uh, I can't, can't stop me. Don't push the button. Can't stop me. Um, so what was your what was your question, Brian? What was your spontaneous question that I want you to repeat now that we're uh, sound checking? Uh, which way is more the Eiffel? Th- no, um, my question was uh, <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> we we're talking about the clickers of the week and how does one become um, eligible to be a clicker of, uh, of the week? Great question, Brian. April uh, clicker of the week is selected randomly through a uh, sophisticated algorithm that we have designed in tandem with NASA engineers to pull from our list of supporters at the uh, Comedy Click. And you become a member of the Comedy Click at johnbrandy.com. And then once you are a um, supporting member, then your name gets added to the list and it gets pulled up at random. And then your name gets mentioned during the show. And there are two... Yeah, awesome. during the show. I feel like NASA ought to sponsor this show. You I have, feel like they should, too. You have yes. engineers in the Bahamas? Um, probably. I don't know where all the engineers are actually located. Oh, you said NASA. I thought you said NASA. Oh, so, NASA. Yeah. <laughs> so let, let, me see if, let me see if I got this right. You're telling me that mm-hmm. I could become a clicker of the week by supporting the show by going to johnbranion.com and signing up to be a, a click member. That is exactly what I'm telling you, Brian wow. April. Oh, I, 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 word I did word. not know that. That is uh, that is weird, wild stuff. Uh, so uh, <laughs> my, my guest is uh, John Brannion at uh, johnbrannion.com. We're talking about clickers of the week. And uh, you can go ahead and go and check out uh, johnbrannion.com. Sign up to be a click member. And you, too, could have your name read live on the air. Yeah, well, it's the click members that uh, that keep the show on the air. I mean, without the without their generous support, we would be uh, we'd be doing other things on Sunday wait, night. Wait, you're saying that like you're not you working, know, pulling in tons and tons of money through quarantine, doing nothing? What? No, I'm not. I'm sitting <laughs> sitting at home hasn't really been uh, as profitable as I predicted it would be when <laughs> oh, okay. my calendar fell apart. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I w- it was. A shock to me because I thought, well, sure, the calendar is dried up and I don't have any shows to do, but probably the income is going to be unchanged, but it turns out it hasn't been. That's crazy. Well, uh, that is uh, wild and fascinating. Let's kick it over to our, our house band, uh, JT Oaks and the uh, Skews uh, Party Five. <laughs> 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 I don't know who the fifth number is, but they're there. Take it away. <laughs> Yeah, do what What's His Face said. What do you Share say? Share the link. 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 Share the Sugar link! Sugar link! 
Brian beat you to it. <laughs> Alright, I'm going backstage. Bye. Okay. Have a good show. Oh, oh. right back at you. We you have a good show too. Shadowlink, 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 Shadowlink. Hey, hello. Welcome, welcome to Skews. My name is John. I'm your host. Uh, to my immediate right, my immediate right is uh, Brian April. Um, hello, and he is broadcasting from uh, the sound booth where they recorded uh, Boston's last album. Yes, uh, back in 1984. 1984. <laughs> yeah. And I'm and, not uh, inside where you would actually record. I'm actually even behind the board. So, To my immediate down underneath is John Thomas Oaks, or uh, JT, as he's come to be called, wearing a Glenn Kaiser t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You know, Glenn. Holy smokes. Yeah. Anybody that can say what band Glenn Kaiser was famous for, first person to say that, we'll get a shout out from Brian April. Um, the, Ki- the Kaiser Roll Five. No, close. Oh. <laughs> no. Anybody? <laughs> nope. Nope. But uh, Glenn Kaiser was the uh, front man and the founder of a rather famous band. Yeah. In some circles, and if you put that band name in the comment section, we will give you a shout out from from Brian April in a character of your choice. Yeah, Riz, Riz Band. That's face. exactly right. Oh, the Riz Band. All right. Yeah. That is uh, <laughs> send a shout out to uh, What's His Face. Uh, I don't know what his name is. Just What's His Face. And uh, <laughs> Julia King. That is correct. Weird and wild, wacky stuff here on the uh, skews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the beach. The Alice Cooper is always a good guest on this show. Oh, if you're if you're uncertain, just say Alice Cooper, and there's a yeah. good chance that you you'll be in the ballpark. One of my live same with, names. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, and same with Alice from the Brady Bunch, and B. Davis. <laughs> so true, Alice true. Cooper and B. Davis. Davis. The Alice connection. Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to say one of my lifelong dreams is to sit in on Alice Cooper's Sunday school class <laughs> because he does teach Sunday school. He's the son of a Lutheran pastor. Does he teach Sunday school like on a weekly basis? Uh, last I heard, he was still teaching. Yeah. So. Where does he? Where does he teach? And weird, right? Where at, does he teach? His, I don't at his church. Right, but where's that at? I have no idea. You know, you don't know. Okay. Probably Detroit, if the Wayne's World movie's accurate. Well, that would be a thing that we could send you to. You know how we send Juwan out to yeah. to do stuff. We could send you to Sunday school class with Alice Cooper, and you could wow, you could broadcast from <laughs> from there. That'd be amazing. I'm not worthy. Uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and then um, we could we could take a, get a picture of his nose live <laughs> and just like pull do know. proboscis of rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also need to do. We also need to get Glenn Kaiser on this show now Yo, to do yes. something. I don't Wait, even know how to get a hold of him. Box guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might. He probably do it. What, what did? Uh, what of course, he band? would. What was Res Band famous for? What was their famous song? Oh, they uh, had a lot of them. They had a lot of great songs. Like American Dream was a big one. I don't um, think I've never heard. Color, of them. Check it out. Let's see. Colors. Uh, probably the biggest hits were on that SOS album in the eighties. Right. They had a lot of airplay in the eighties on the SOS album. Uh, other piece of trivia, uh, I was not a Resurrection Band fan at all. 
Oh, my, my my friend, <laughs> my heart. This will be the last that we see JT. But yeah, I I, I mean, I, I was a Petra fan, and yeah. uh, and Resurrection Band was uh, at the same time yeah. as Petra, and I just I didn't. They were harder, harder rock than I cared for. So yeah, are we gonna I'm sorry? Um, we're gonna talk about the elephant in the room, or if that's not in the room. Um, uh, Juan DeVivo was here and we were going to do a full hour doing a tribute to the passing of Humpty, uh, Humpty, uh, Humpty from uh, the Humpty Dance, uh, Digital Underground. And uh, oh. we were going to do the full hour on it and we had all sorts of things said, but he's uh, he's not here. So I guess we'll right. just have to postpone. Yeah, he's yeah. out doing his. Juwan, uh, <laughs> yeah, Dave Pendleton says love comes down. That was that was actually the oh, yeah. uh, the the. The res band song that I did kind of like. So, yeah, so I'm glad you were here, Dave. Number. It's Dave Pendleton. What's up, Dave? That's a telephone line. Better not play too much. We'll get flagged. That's no, right. no, you should, you should do it. Just, just play the chorus. Do you know the chorus? Yeah. Because when you lose, you win. That's the way it is. That's when the love comes down. That's when the love comes down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Great. All right, so there, Great album. there you go. Yep, we're flagged now. It was the same riff as "Whole Lot of Rosie" by ACDC. That's another mm. little trivia question. Mm. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, Jawan's not with us tonight. He is out playing his little guitar with his little band on the road, and uh, he'll be back with us next week. That's the plan, at least. And uh, so I've got Jawan up behind me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I never get it right. He's back there somewhere. Um, so he's watching over us. And uh, gosh, we've got a gigantic show um, tonight. You may be wondering how big the show is. Well, if this is our typical show, um, tonight's show looks a little something like this. Whoa. Yeah. That is, a, that is a large unicorn. That is mm-hmm. cool. That's crazy. I don't, I don't know why I'm doing Johnny Carson today. I have no idea. It's just, it's just I apologize. It's just coming out. I'm sorry. Johnny's um, great. And uh, before we go, before we go any further, we've got to uh, take a minute and we've got to acknowledge our clickers of the week. Woo! We ready for the song? I'm ready. Some people like to walk out in the rain without their slickers. We love that too, but most of all, we're crazy about the clickers. This week's uh, clickers of the week, in unison and in no particular order, are. Just clean Josh, 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 Josh. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, thank you, Josh, and to Christine, and uh, those are our clickers of the week. Woo. So if you see them on the streets, stop them, shake their hands, and if you are carrying any mints, offer them one. Testaments. Yeah, offer preferably a wrapped a wrapped mint too. You don't yeah. want the unwrapped ones. You want the no. wrapped mints. Like well. The- like the bowl of uh, wedding mints you see, yeah, a wedding and everybody's had their fingers in them. Yeah, you want the oh. you want the wrapped ones. Yeah, those are the only mints that I like. the The butter mints Ooh, is that what they're called. Very yeah. good. And oh, I would take I'll take a butter mint even from somebody's pocket. I don't care if they haul it out of their pocket or the bottom of their purse. <laughs> um, look, there's Christine. There's Christine. Give her a mint. Hi, Christine. You get a mint, and you get you a mint, get a mint and, and Josh you get a mint. A mint. <laughs> and the mints are under the seat of your car. <laughs> That's right. 
Um, we had a couple of requests last time we played Story Salad. It was super fun, and some people said, we should play Story Salad again, and so we're going to. We're not going to play a full uh, game of Story Salad. We're just going to play one random uh, round of Story Salad, and John Thomas Oaks is going to tell us how this works. All right. I pick a card from the Story Salad deck. Ta-da. There's an actual deck. There's an actual game. Are those available online? They are. at the. Where the can game- we get these? Ah, yeah. TheGameCrafter.com, TheGameCrafter.com, and it's called Story Salad. And the deck looks like this. It's got all this original artwork by my brother of all these different vegetables and different poses. And so I'm just going to draw a random one, and it will have a topic on it. And we're all going to tell a story about that topic. Sound good? Yes, Sounds but good. what happens if okay. we can't think of a story, John Thomas? What's our penalty? Of- hey, there's no penalty because there's no losers in this game. Everybody, what? Everybody wins because... You just tell a story from your life about the category, and if you can't think of one, you just draw another card. And there's but isn't, two of them. Isn't there shame or embarrassment attached to it? No, there's no shame at all. Hmm. Unless you want to add that rule. If you want to add the shame rule, <laughs> <laughs> some all people right. like that. salads are always better with shame. Yeah, I'm shame. Sure, you fiercely competitive people. So I drew an olive walking his dog, and the category is a pet. A pet. Yeah. Can any of you think of a good pet story? Mm-hmm. I do have a pet story. Okay, good. So do go I go first it. because go I'm first. first? If you thought of it first, you go first. Okay. I had, uh, I've actually got a couple of, of pet stories that are fairly short. Um, the, the, the first one is when I was about seven years old, my brother and I got a gift from our uncle at Christmas time. Now, the thing about uncles at Christmas time is they will give their nephews, um, gifts based on the fact that they don't have to actually live with the nephews when the gifts go home. And so you get, you get the greatest gifts from your uncle at Christmas time because yeah. he gives you things that he would like to have himself, um, and so he, he gives you like race cars. We got a racetrack from him one year that had these, it was gigantic and had these big, uh, these big plastic tracks with high bank curves. And the little cars had a pit stop that you cranked. You put them in this thing and you cranked it and it wound up the cars and you set them on the track and they would just go. And then you had to, when they started to run down, you had to kind of watch and pull them off the track and crank them up again. It was super cool. But the, the, pet story is my uncle got my brother and I each um, little tiny lizards for Christmas. Like we opened them up and they were those uh, like aquarium, plastic aquariums yeah. and they had two little lizards in there and the top was on them and the holes were punched in the top and my mother was like, what did you get them? Well, you got them lizards. What are we going to do with those? And he would just laugh and so we took them home. Took them home from my grandmother's house and uh we set them up on the table in the dining room and we wanted to, we wanted to look at them. You know, it's a pet, like lizards are no fun unless you, unless you handle them. And so the lizards were, were sitting on this branch inside the aquarium and my brother and I carefully lifted the lid off and we could see both the lizards sitting there and they were only, you know, they were only a couple inches long, little teeny green lizards. And we opened up the lid and we went to reach in to get the lizards and it looked like they just disappeared. I mean, they were, they were sitting there and then they just went poof and disappeared. We didn't see them run. We didn't see them jump. We just saw lizards sitting there and then poof, they were gone. And we never saw them again. 
They, they, were, they just vanished. Um, and so um, fast forward to probably six or eight years later. And we were getting some uh, we, we were getting some new furniture in. And so we had an area rug in the living room. And we went to roll that area rug up so that we could slide the new furniture in. And underneath that area rug, we found one of the lizards and it was completely flattened and dehydrated. Oh, no. It was like the width of a piece of paper, <laughs> still in the perfect shape of a lizard. And I used it as a bookmark. Oh, man. That's... <laughs> you still have it? Mm -hmm. No, I don't still have it. Oh, I, lo I lost it again. So, but we only found, we only found one of them. Uh, we didn't find the other one. Oh, wow, so that great. was my, that's my, uh, my pet that's story. Funny. Awesome. So, well, I heard one recently, this wasn't my pet, but it was a great story. The, the, every Wednesday night we go under a bridge and there's a big homeless community down there and we feed them. And there's one section of the under there where there's a prayer table where you can go pick up a Bible and, and ask for prayer. And the guy who runs the prayer table is just a prince of a guy and his name's Sam Bean. And, Sam was telling me about a pony he had when he was growing up. He said it was so tame that they didn't even keep it in a corral. It just stayed in their front yard and it was like a dog. It would come and, and whenever they called and they would ride it around. And he said that his dad had a bluegrass band and they'd have musicians over to play on the front porch. And that pony would walk up and stick his chin right on the porch and listen to the music. <laughs> and said they, they loved that pony so much. They even made it a little hat with holes in the hat for his ears to come through. It was like a straw hat. And he said, when we got to be teenagers, there was a dance hall about three miles down the road. And he said, one night we decided to ride that pony down to the dance hall. I said, so we rode it down there and we got off and left him out in front and just assumed he'd stick around, but he just took off for home, went right back home. And so he said, we had to walk back home after the dance. And he said, we were bemoaning this fact to my dad. And my dad said, well, Next time you do it, next time you go to the dance hall, one of you stay outside with, with him, and then the other go in and get him an RC Cola and bring it back out and give it to him, and he'll wait on you. And so he said, sure enough, the next weekend we rode that pony down. One of us stayed out there with him, and I went in and got a bottle of RC and fed it to the pony. He said he drank it all. We went in and danced, and we came back out, and he was standing right there waiting on us. <laughs> Did it have to be RC or would he take a Pepsi? Uh, it, he would have probably taken a Pepsi. <laughs> uh, so what do you think, Brian? You got a, you got a pet, pet story? story? I do. I have a pet story. Hey, David, how are you? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, and welcome to everybody that's here uh, from, from Facebook. You can also check us over at uh, YouTube, John Brannion uh, and Brian and Comedy Brian on YouTube. Check us out. Give us a, a sub, all that sort of stuff. Um, so... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, growing up, we've all had pets, uh, you know, being at my house, mama buttcracker, as we all affectionately call her, uh, now. That was from our last story, Sally, yes. wasn't it? Yes, yeah. buttcracker, the infamous, uh, buttcracker, uh, story. <laughs> buttcracker! So mama buttcracker, at one point we had 11 cats. Wow. Um, and then, you know, we would, uh, basically foster them and adopt them off. But, you know, we, we all had that. We, the real story is, this isn't even, it was a neighborhood pet. Uh, we moved to a place called Shirley, Massachusetts, and we lived in a neighborhood, and there was a goose, a wild goose, that uh, became the neighborhood pet. And that goose terrorized <laughs> the whole neighborhood. Like, I, 
I have never seen. I have been chased by that goose. I don't know how many times. It would. It didn't matter if you're an adult or a kid, but to see a pack of kids being chased by a goose and running for their lives in terror, and it was a daily thing. You would just get out of your. You would pull up in the car and you would look around and locate the goose because it was just. It was like a movie. It was like a movie. You just had a certain amount of time, like you're trying to outswim Jaws or something, and this thing would just terrorize everybody. And it was a, a summer of terror, the summer of the goose. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's it a movie was, waiting to happen. You need to write that yeah, script, Brian. It was just, yeah, we'll just put some like nice evil theme, you know, dark theme music to it. And uh, it was, that thing terrorized everybody. And we tried to be nice and throw bread at it. And <laughs> nope, it just, it, it just hated everybody. Yeah, it just, you could go out there with a, a broom and it would still just, nope, it didn't. So yeah. That, that I would was, love to take a gander at that. Good one, Jim. Uh, that was the best <laughs> summer ever. If you if you hate children and you like watching them being attacked by, by wild animals. Did you ever try giving the goose RC cola? I did not. I did not know that RC cola was a uh, animal sedative. And uh, so <laughs> you got the geese mafia up there. Absolutely. So yeah, it's, they are they are vicious. That's all I'm, I'm telling you. So they have. Well, the truth yeah. is that if you have ever spent time uh, around a, a lake. Like we we spent time around the lake every summer, and uh, my grandmother's cottage, and swans are just super fierce in the springtime when they have little ones, and so from the springtime up until about you know toward midsummer, as the, as the goslings get old enough that they can kind of be out on their own. But I'm telling you what, we had more than one occasion, basically every summer, that when for a few weeks when the when the little ones were around and this, the swans, you'd see them out there on the, on the lake and people who didn't know any better, you know, like visitors would come with us. Like, oh, the swans are so beautiful. Can we get closer? We're like, we're not going to get close because they would, they'd rear up and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and they just come right at you and they'll peck the boat. Um, they destroyed, they'll, they'll destroy the motor on a boat. We had a, um, wow. we had a, <laughs> my brother tells a story about being in a rubber raft, uh, out on a pond. This wasn't at the lake, but he was on a pond and he, and his, uh, he was still dating, uh, his, his wife. And so they were out on the pond and a swan comes into the pond and she was like, Oh, look, the swans, aren't they lovely? And it came right across the pond at him. <laughs> And he had to take the paddle, and he was banging on the swan with the paddle. Wow, that's spectacular! Yeah. So I believe the, I believe the goose. Yeah, <laughs> feed them. It's amazing. He still has his fingers. Yeah, he would feed them. He's, he's that. All right. Any other pets? Um, anybody I, ever had? Did Did you ever have sea monkeys when you were a kid? Oh mm-hmm. yes, sure. Yeah. 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 Do you, do you, have you ever been more disappointed by a pet than sea monkeys? <laughs> maybe yeah, a pet very, rock. So small. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a pet rock. Maybe the pet rock. Maybe yeah, the pet yeah. rock. I mean, you can the put the monkeys. pet rock in the sea monkey tank. Did you know that? That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The magazine. Remember the magazine ad for the sea monkeys? Oh yeah. And, and they, it, they were. Little, they looked like little people. Yeah. They yeah, had little yeah. flippers, and it was a whole family, a mom and dad, and a little kid. And you're like, yeah. I want to get this. I want. <laughs> I want these. I, I can. It looks like you could make friends with the kid. I mean, the kid in the family. <laughs> yeah. He had a. He had a ball bat over his shoulder, and he's like, we can play. 
ball together. <laughs> and so you, you order it and it comes in and you're, and it's like a little package like yeah. that. And then you start to get suspicious. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take the pet rock and that becomes like the asteroid of the sea monkey <laughs> world. And you just drop it in and yep. watch their world collapse. Yep. Yep. Armageddon for the sea monkeys. <laughs> sea monkeys was a just was a soul crushing reality. It was an important lesson yeah. about advertising and um, weren't those in the, always in the same you, ads as the X ray specs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christine, just so you're aware, you were wrong with that. So, yeah, you are. You were two of us were born in the sixties, right? I was born in the sixties. When were you so, born, Brian? I was born in 1973. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's just yeah. a baby. It was a very good year. He's just a <laughs> child. <laughs> um, all right. We're, uh, we're going to play a game tonight that uh, we need your help with, people at home, because uh, we've played this before, but it's been a while. And this is a little game that we like to call Dramatic Definitions. And... <laughs> How it works is it was hypothesized uh, by somebody years ago that um, that if you are a good actor, if you're if you're an interesting speaker, then you could make um, reading the dictionary interesting. Maybe you've heard somebody say that. Well, that person could make reading the dictionary sound good. And so we're going to see if we're capable of doing that. This, uh, this is how this works is we are. Uh, going to put some definitions up on the screen and you are going to tell us the manner with which we are going to read these definitions. You're going to give us an emotion, you know, sadness, excitement, um, apoplectic. <laughs> Triggered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> incre- incredulous. <laughs> pensive. And, uh, so you're going to assign a, uh, a, a emotion, and then we're going to take turns reading the definitions one at a time. And then you have to guess the word. And uh, you have to guess what the word is based on the definition and the way it's read. And so uh, Brian is going to go first. And so start throwing the emotions up into the, into the comment section, the emotions that you would like to see us read these definitions. Then we will put that emotion in to our uh, definition reading and then you have to guess what the word is and so our our compute our producer is now pouring <laughs> over the various the thousands and the thousands, thousands and thousands and hundreds and thousands <laughs> and uh, when she finds one that she likes she, oh, there it is. It's insane glee. Wow. Insane, oh, insane glee. Uh, what I like about this is I didn't even really have to explain how this game was going to work. And everybody started to go, oh, we're going to, we're going to combine. We're not, not just gleefully, but insane glee. And so, uh, the first, the first definition is here. <laughs> Does anybody know what that word is? 
based on Brian's excellent <laughs> meltdown. Uh, yeah, I'm tempted to read it again, but I'm <laughs> I just don't have that much glee about it. <laughs> Come on, it's the flourish of Jordan. That was terrifying. It was not. It was insanely gleeful. Insanely gleeful. Freaking awesome. What are you waiting for? Type words. All right. I haven't seen I haven't seen it's not brandish, it's not flourish, it's not on guard. It's not wheeled. No. So if you go ahead and if you hit the uh you hit the button there, producer, it will show you the definition. Um or it'll show you the word. It's wiffle. Wiffle. Wiffle! Come on, it's wiffle! <laughs> oh my gosh, it's wiffle! <laughs> is it the wiffle? It is. Holy cow. I think you're you're cheating, aren't you, Julia? <laughs> Heavy on the insane, right? <laughs> Less on the glee. There's a fine line between gleefulness and outright insanity. Yeah, but it's a personal choice. You it's, know, a it's, personal it's, choice. It's, it's a personal choice. <laughs> All right, we need a uh, we need a emotion for JT. I'm like shaking after that. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're so much glee. I'm feeling kind of whiff whiffly. I am. All right, high good. high anxiety, JT. And here's your definition. Uh, to to uh, throw to throw violently to throw violently into the air especially uh, especially to throw a frog into the air <laughs> from the end of a stick <laughs> from the end of a stick <laughs> to throw violently into the air, especially to throw a frog into the air from the end of a stick. <laughs> Excellent. And <laughs> all right, what is that? Uh, what is that word? It's not harpoon. No, it's not flick. No, it's not <laughs> harpoon. He's getting more anxious by the minute. No, it's not flourish. Come on, man. come on, please. Just no. keep guessing flourish. All night. Um, I can't believe it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the word. (laughs) Nobody knows it. (laughs) Put Dustin's guess up there because it's wrong, but it's such a funny word. Um, No, Dustin, it's not you. No. (laughs) No, don't like that. Somebody, Somebody yeet that frog. Please, somebody, uh, somebody say it. Frog it. hurling. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Was that Brian and Morton uh, or uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Is yeah. That... Oh, Holy cow, that's oh. disturbing. Um, <laughs> what's Julia say? <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> and it is. Yes. Spang Hugh. Very good. What a vocabulary. Um, <laughs> me and my toast salute you. 
okay. I need a, um, I need an emotion. Right. And I will read the next one. Um, I Googled the definition, to be honest. I am not surprised. Moody. <laughs> Mo- moody? You be more general? Uh, um, moody. <laughs> like Dwight L. Moody? Um, okay. All right. Divination by means of of movement of an axe placed on a post. All right. Divination by means of movements on an axe placed placed on a post. Divination by means of a movement of an axe placed on a post. Divination by means of movements of an axe placed on a post. <laughs> Did you start yet? <laughs> Did you start yet? <laughs> Dad, obviously you've never been moody. <laughs> no, moody means that you like change, you change your, uh, you, you change moods, right? To be moody means you're happy one minute and then you're upset the next minute and then you're. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Just right and they the right Ooh. All right. Anybody know? Anybody got anybody got it? Chopping. Chopping. <laughs> no, we need to give them a chance. There it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care. I don't care what I do it says. Those are great. <laughs> divination by means of movements of an axe. Sydney's I've never heard of this. I mean, I've heard of using a like a Y-shaped twig to find water, you know. Flarknecks. <laughs> Is that like, a word? That sounds like the worst cold medicine ever. Sanguine. Sanguine. You, got a, you got a chest cold? Use Flarknecks. <laughs> That's fantastic, but wrong. Um, New cherry-flavored Flarknecks. <laughs> New flargnecks. Guaranteed to cause drowsiness. Mm. Now with half the calories. <laughs> so when Both. you use a stick, it's uh, it's called dousing. Isn't that right? To find water, don't they? Yes. Water divination is called dousing. So right. what would you be divining with an axe? I mean, well, you, it's, the direction to walk or... Well, it's divinations, it's divinations by means of the movements of an axe placed on a post, JT. So the axe actually moved <laughs> on its own volition? That's yeah, frightening. Did... It's divination <laughs> by means of the movements of an axe in, on, a, on a post. Just, just keep repeating the, the definition. You're <laughs> not understanding. It's divination mm-hmm. by means of movement of an axe placed on a post. And I don't know. I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. That's axe right. Axinomancy. Axinomancy. Which is... Uh, and I, <laughs> I guess it would be finding water, right? Because you're, you're divining... That, that You don't divine for... You don't divine for other stuff, do you? Like mm. gravel or earthworms? Or someone to hit with it? Or someone to hit? 
well, someone to murder. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've ever watched the uh, the the Brendan Fraser movie, The Mummy, there's a Nux and a Moon. This is similar. This is a, a Nux and a Moon's twin sister, Axe and a Nancy. Oh, and okay. I have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have That's watched a good movie. it. Um, all right. Well, I wanted I wanted to. Oh, so here's the oh. next definition. Are we doing that? Because I wanted to. Okay, we'll do we'll do one we'll do one more. Um, okay. So we need a we need a uh, an emotion, and uh, everybody's the emotions have all scrolled out of sight now. And this one will be we'll each do this emotion, like some <laughs> regretting every life choice. <laughs> Like some someone regretting every life's choice. Okay, so let's do that. We'll do. We'll each do this um, as if we're regretting a life choice. Brian, that would be that would be you first. Uh, really, like just thorough chewing of food until until it becomes porridge. Just just uh, it's thorough chewing of food. <laughs> Until it becomes poor. What, what are we even doing here? Until it becomes poor. This is... uh, JT? Thorough <laughs> chewing of food. Until it becomes like porridge. <laughs> you know thorough chewing of food until it's just chewing and chewing and chewing until it becomes like like porridge not even food but but porridge I feel you Mm mm-hmm yeah. yeah. Oatmeal, tapioca, porridge. Thoroughly chewing food until it becomes <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody guessed somebody guessed uh incisoring. <laughs> uh, incisoring that food. Puree. Nope, nope, nope. Yo, like you yo. tired of eating flargnix. <laughs> flargnix stays crispy in milk, by the way. <laughs> flargnix <laughs> stays crispy in milk. Digestion. There we go. There's the. There it is. There's the word. Way to go, Eric. <laughs> Ta-da! Yes, <laughs> we and our mullet salute you. Molarization, <laughs> blenderizing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no clue. That's probably How do you the best. That? Is, do you know what the pronunciation is? Pultophagy uh, is pultophagy. Is that how you say it? Pultophagy. 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 Maybe pultophagy. 
Pontofagem. Ah, pontofagem. Pontofagem. I got a mouth full of porridge here. It's a pontofagem. <laughs> I'm a, a chewing, I'm a chewing, and I got the porridge, and it's dripping out, and it's on my, it's on my <laughs> pants. <laughs> it's on my trousers. All right. Uh, we have a, a new thing that we want to introduce to you tonight, and uh, those of you who were listening to our uh, listening to our pre-show a few weeks ago, was it three weeks ago now? When were we doing the um, the uh, Louis Armstrong thing? I think it was yeah, three it was, weeks. Yeah, it was it was three weeks ago. ago. Mm-hmm. All right, so three weeks ago we were horsing around during the sound check as we often do, and we started singing uh, Louis Armstrong and John Thomas being a uh, guy who knows how to play the piano and who has many, many songs memorized, he w- started playing uh, It's What a Wonderful World, right? And Brian started singing What a Wonderful World, and they did such a good job of singing It's a Wonderful World that YouTube actually blocked out the performance. And uh, so that struck us as, that disturbed us because we thought, holy cow, um, you know, if we're not careful, we're going to get in copyright infringement trouble um, all the time. And so the one thing led to another, and somebody pointed out that Louis Armstrong sounds an awful lot like Fat Albert when he talks. And so <laughs> we had the Fat Albert-Louis Armstrong connection, and then the more we talk like Fat Albert, the more we realize, hey, we're going to get blocked if we talk like Fat Albert, too. <laughs> so we better make sure that we don't that we're not actually talking like Fat Albert. And so another character was born and uh, Brian suggested that rather than being Fat Albert, that our character be called Chubby Bruce. So it's, so it's not. So what you're, what you're hearing is not Fat Albert. No, no, it's Chubby Bruce. It's a whole different thing. And so, yeah, it's a completely different thing. And so uh, John Thomas got to work and <laughs> created a theme song for uh, for Chubby Bruce. And so we're going to debut that theme song tonight. And uh, and here it is. We made a little video. Made a little video. A video too. Yeah. There's, well, there's Chubby <laughs> I did a mock-up of Chubby Bruce. Um, and it's... It's that's what I think he might look like. But there's a there's a video down in the uh, in the thing, and I'll pull it up here. Um, all right, here it is. So th- here's the uh, here's the song. So there's the uh, 
there's the rough draft <laughs> of our, our concept art uh, and and Chubby Bruce. And so this is where we need your this is where we need your help because we've we've got the uh, the beginnings of a of a premise and uh, and so Chubby Bruce, um, not that he, this is not Fat Albert, but no. you know no, Fat Albert had a gang of, of other characters <laughs> that, uh, that went with him. And so JT brainstormed, <laughs> <laughs> JT, JT brainstormed some alternate, some other characters that could be part of his gang. And, uh, do you have that list, um, with you? Because I think I, I think uh, I have it. Oh, you have it. Yeah. Pull it up. I'll, I can pull it up too, but, uh, all right. Well, if you, if you pull it, well, you pull it up because, um, because I want to, I want to put some of these uh, characters. I want to, I want to suggest some of the names for the characters, <laughs> and then you guys, if anything hits you um, for how these characters might operate, how they, how they might look, um, we're we're going to invite you to draw up some some characters for this gang. So we want we want the Chubby Bruce gang to be representative of the comedy clique. Okay, so this is this okay. is Chubby Chubby Bruce as he stands. He may be modified a little bit. I tried to make him look like he's got a sunburn. That's what I was going for. <laughs> well that's perfect. Yeah. I was trying to make it look like a bit he almost looks he looks kind of white. Um, he might have been from West Virginia. <laughs> yeah he's hey, ho ho um, and so, uh, JT, have you got some of the other, some yeah. of the other names? All right. So, yeah. So I just looked at some of the names of, you know, the fat Albert friends and, and the, I got Who? inspired. Oh, I don't know. I didn't say that. Sorry. Uh, but I was just thinking of, uh, some names that could be used for nicknames. Uh, sloppy Joe was one, <laughs> um, bristle, <laughs> Uh, biscuit neck. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm a fan of biscuit neck. Um. All right, so, so biscuit neck. Know that that's one of my favorites. And okay, so if you've got a, if you, I'm talking to you out there in the viewing audience. You get out your pencils, your papers, your computers, whatever, a napkin, a piece of chalk, but but do some sketches of these characters and send them to us because we want to build a gang around Chubby Bruce, and so biscuit neck is. Is one that we should definitely have on yeah. some others. Um, I got Brillo pad. <laughs> um, hand me down. <laughs> uh, Stumpy. 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 Yeah. Hand me down. Um, yeah. Salad head. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, slow mo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweat sock. <laughs> hey, hey, sweat sock. What the oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I got hey, hey, hey. Bruce, I don't want to do that today. <laughs> hey, what's wrong, sweat sock? It's tough being me. <laughs> it's really hot out. <laughs> I need a bath. Yeah. Uh, how about Q-Tip?